Welcome to the Impact Wellness Podcast, a place to be for ambitious and driven women who dare to fail to raise again. It brings you brilliant minds with the knowledge and passion for helping you discover your feminine inner success code that has the potential to reset and redefine your physical, mental and emotional health and well-being. Our conversations are profound, transformational and purposeful. Listen to our next episode. Dr. Anne Whitehouse, PhD, FRSA, is a leading expert in female power, a healer, best-selling author and Renaissance woman. A former engineer, the stress of succeeding in that boys club world caused her to spiral into spectacular burnout 25 years ago a pattern experienced by many high-flying women. Dr. Anne has spent two decades unraveling the hidden power dynamics that undermines women and has developed a unique solution. Her work integrates the worlds of scientific analysis, subconscious reprogramming and subtle range energies. This is the Repower. A thought leader, a change maker, she frees women from deep-seated roots that cause our visibility fears, the gender, confidence gap, imposter syndrome, and holding back instead of shining. Um, welcome, 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 Anne. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. Beautiful. And we're going to talk at some point about your wonderful book, Pull Back Your Power. And today we are uh, talking about feminine potential. Uh, there is lots of uh, going on in that area and that space. Um, and I want to say we are not feminist at any point, <laughs> Dr. Ad, right? We uh, want to balance uh, the energies and as male energy has to be balanced by feminine, the same way, way feminine energy has to be balanced by masculine energy for the best expression of our uh, human existence. So, uh, Anne, how did you enter in this um, amazing and exciting area of um, feminine potential? Oh my goodness. Well, to cut a very long story short, I never imagined that I would be doing this in a million years. I started out as a scientist, an engineer, high-flying academic, a university lecturer in um, mechanical engineering and, and materials and metallurgy. And there I was at the time, uh, I was 26, and I entered what can only be described as the boys club. And it was that experience of me being you know, very, very feminine, very reserved. I was not the pushy, badass, in your face, extrovert woman. I'm not at all. I was soft, quiet, feminine, sensitive. And I walked into this other world and it was like being on a different planet. And this, this is the trouble. I did not fit in there. I could do the work brilliantly, no problem at all. But in terms of the energies, I did not fit in at all. I didn't understand any of this at the time, of course. All I understood was that my stress went up, my anxiety went up, my confidence disappeared. I got more and more ill all the time. And eventually, it's, well, eventually, it's six short years, I went from high-flying academic with a huge scientific career in front of me to burnt out invalid with chronic fatigue syndrome and I'd lost my whole career. This was 2001, I, I left that career. So I, I, I 
I didn't understand what had happened. And that's what took me into, well, why had I reacted that way? And I went from 3D world scientists working on electron microscopes to entering this world of subtle energies. And it, it was all in, in a quest to get my health back, get my life back. I had no big mission to change the world for women then. But as I looked into why I had reacted the way that I had, it very quickly took me into my mental programs, what I believed on the hidden levels, not what I believed in my conscious mind, because I had no doubt about my ability or my right to be there and you know, beat all the men. <laughs> I, under, under the surface, when I began to analyze what was going on subconsciously, that's when, oh my goodness, this other world, the world of the male default and the subtle messaging and all the, uh, the, the deep-seated programs that we have literally inherited, that's when that all began to come into sharp focus. And I understood exactly why I had reacted in such a negative way. And as I was doing all of this, I began to work with other women because I, uh, you know, being, being me, I didn't go for, I'm gonna have some sessions of this. I went straight for, <laughs> for training and then teaching. <laughs> so before I knew where I was, I had a, a practice, a healing practice, transforming you know, people's you know, life, life traumas. And in particular, I got more and more women, obviously, you know how this is, you, you, are, you attract people who are on the same energies, same challenges as you have overcome yourself. And I found the same pattern again and again and again, really high achieving women being completely undermined, not understanding why, and it going into burnout and illness and stress problems and all of this. So that then came together in, in this sort of big, um, I, I mean, I call it a subtle operating system. It's us and the world and they're all running all of this subtle stuff and we don't know it. And we, uh, you know, that's what became the, the my, my second career, my, my mission to, really show women what's happening to us when people say oh what you're making a fuss about you've got the right to be in that job get on with it you know no we're being undermined so much and we're expected to just deal with that and then thrive on top and it's just not possible so that is the work that I do now it is so so fantastic but because I also relate to this uh, mm -hmm. I have been always I have opposite to you uh, um, I think physically I also was operating in this masculine default. Um, it's my sister that always uh, was more feminine default outside, right? I, I would be like, um, didn't care how I, what I was wearing because I always had structure. I always had this and that. I would never wear makeup, right? Okay, I was an athlete that wasn't part of our dress. Now this athleisure, mm -hmm. Um, industry grow and you can see female athletes with colorful nails with beautiful makeups with wearing this feminine uh, athleisure outfits right that wasn't the case when I was playing uh, handball but yes I always had mm, uh, as you said this um, upbringing and what I have taken with me settled me for this I was the older sister I had to I didn't have space for grow creativity and this feminine on the bracket softness in a good way I mean the vulnerability mm -hmm. in a good way and that's what we're going to talk that's what you have to embrace that is not right. bad stuff that is that emotional intelligence that we have in us and we have to use it in a um, better way that's why I am relating to you when you go in then into male uh, dominated environment and then you have all these uh, females that are coming to you blocked right 
The feminine right. self is completely masked. They are like, I are kind of, just give me structure, give me plan. Um, and that is a male default. And as I said, we are here not to criticize male defaults. We are here to embrace feminine power and branch those uh, two powers uh, together. Exactly. And on your website, I'm reading, she's a woman of the new consciousness. I love this. I'm all about conscious uh, feminine performance. Right. Yes. What are you talking about and what are you teaching? If someone's right. entering <laughs> and saying, what? Yeah. what is this? Okay, so... Oh, so we've come from the, 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 what we've come from is women having to fight and being, as I described them, the, the angry feminist. And you can go anywhere on social media and you'll still find the angry feminist. And that is so not the point, right? It's not the point. Because while you are in that energy of I'm angry and resentful and I've got grudges and I need to lash out and I need to say this angry stuff and be finger pointing. You are still playing into that old power dynamic. And that undermines everybody. It's not what we need. And you know, if all my work is about the fact that we are, um, we are there trying to get on with our lives and so are the men. We have all inherited this energetic structure and we're all trying to find our way in it women are undermined more than men but the point is the point is not to say right he did that that organization uh, organization did that blame 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 no you know it's we've got to say right this is the mess that's been created by history we need to draw a line over that let it go, let the resentment go, let the anger go, let the grudges go and say, right, what do we actually need now? What we need is male and female default together, male and female power together. And in that, there is respect, there is acceptance, there is an understanding for the past and what people have been through, but we are not on that page anymore. It's about understanding of bringing these two things together and saying, right, how do we create the male and female imbalance? So if you, if you read my work, I could have very easily got into a whole load of finger pointing at individuals and organizations and companies. No, I don't put any of that in because it's not about this person did that or that organization, organization did the other. They, they are all, if you like, still being controlled by the operating system that's under there. It's, instead, it says, right, look at the big picture and the problems it's caused and the suffering it's caused flag up the whole thing and then write, we want the best version of male, the enlightened divine male power. And we don't see very much of that in the, you know, in the politics and the, the, the boardroom. There's an awful lot that is still the negative version. In terms of female power, what we see are women who have either been crushed, like I was, or in order to succeed, they've literally taken on that more aggressive male energy which, yeah, it gets them ahead, but it's a huge personal cost and it's not who they truly are. And it still perpetuates this antagonism, this confrontation. And if you go into companies, you, know, you, will, you will see two, two sorts of women. You'll see the sort who are quiet and invisible and probably brilliant, but getting disregarded. And you see the ones who are confrontational, angry, bitter, and they very often put down other women. 
because they have gone into that negative male power mode. And so we shouldn't have to do any of that. The, you know, the, the men should be um, able to be the enlightened version of male power. And that, that's actually the subject of my second book that I'm writing at the moment. They should be able to do that. And, and when they do that, you know, we should be able to be in our true power, which has not really had the chance to be expressed at all. I had no idea what my true power was because I'd only ever experienced having my power crushed and me trying to compensate for the lack of it. So it's bringing those two things together, saying, draw a line over the past. We don't need to be finger pointing. We just need to create something new. Both the bottom line that it's all about the balance between the men and women and the male and the female, and that those together are what's going to give us the society that we really deserve at this point so that when I say new consciousness that's what I mean <laughs> it, I really I really resonate with this and I think um, that's what we should be teaching because um, there is lots of speaking about um, leadership about women's health um, and I think if we want to create transformations, we need women as myself and you to be able to speak even more. Because then what you exactly say, we don't want uh, the same default. We kind of talking about new way of thinking about feminine leadership, but then we are carrying on the wounds. Exactly, exactly. And that, that, that's what is needed. I kind, I kind of see, and I love it what you also said about male. And I remember my husband reading a book uh, of Louis Ho, and he wrote a book about this invisible man and the man that put, put the masks, right? And they uh, hiding their emotions and who they are inside. And I just coming to me when I'm listening to you, uh, and I think we should be a positive positive um, and in uh, sorry as a woman in a positive and intelligent way be living in this new consciousness we should be supporting male transformation because if we Absolutely. go into work as you said against them it's not going to get us nowhere if we're going to blame them it is your fault uh, this and that and that's what I'm hearing from all the speakers when we're talking and touching the topic of uh, um, women empowerment and uh, women potential, they saying it is not about bringing more wounds and being against each other, it's about bringing us, uh, us together. How embodiment manifests uh, um, those wounds that women carry on and does not allow us to transform? Okay, that's a, 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 big, a big question. Yes. So I'll, I'll explain it in the, the way that I look at things. So for years, I did a lot of, of belief work of reprogramming the subconscious, but it only got to a certain point. And it was then that I, I, I thought, what, what is missing? What is missing? Why am I still reacting this way? Why do I still feel anxious in this situation? I shouldn't be. I'm still feeling it. Something is missing. And that's what led me to look at the power dynamic an actual, a literal flow of energy between us and the world and us and other people, and literally as if we are plugged into an electric circuit. And what happens is when we go through something which is say traumatic or we're put down or we're insulted or 
you know, have, have harassed in any way, that yes, that, that goes in as, as a wound, but what happens, that is triggering our subconscious to say, I'm not allowed to be here, I'm not safe to be here, I'm not allowed to be in this position of authority or you know, leadership or speaking up, whatever. That then triggers us to give our power away. And power, it's not, it's not just a belief, this, you know, I'm believing that I'm an empowered woman, it's meaningless because if you aren't holding the power in your, your mind, your body, your energy field, actual energy, your mind is going to feel vulnerable because you haven't got your power. It goes into fight or flight. You are then forever you know, playing catch up. You have shut down. So each time we've gone through you know, like a, some kind of wounding experience and every woman has accumulated a whole, a whole library of these things by the time she gets to adulthood. You know, there are some, some are very severe, some are much smaller, but there are many of them. It all accumulates into this patterning of, we have to give away our power energetically, right? And here's the, the, the problem. We don't know this. We don't know this is happening. We think I'm going to get out there. I'm going to prove myself. I'm going to have this career. I'm going to grow this business. I'm going to X, Y, and Z. So we have push, 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 push on the surface. But underneath, our body is saying, but I'm not holding my power. My power's been taken away from me. I'm energetically helpless in this situation. You are breaking the rules. You're doing what is forbidden. Because look at my, look at my programming. Women are put to death for this. It is giving you the signals, you're in danger, 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 danger. So it is trying to pull you back. You are pushing forwards and you get this enormous mismatch. You're going in a different direction from where your subconscious thinks is safe. So you get stretched and stretched and stretched. And that is where the internal stress, the internal conflict comes from, which then comes out in one way or another, in your health, in your confidence, in your relationships. That's what forces you to be in compensating mode which is where you go I have to take on this not this aggressive male energy to succeed or I have to be invisible or I'm just going to die here that's what causes that so, so we've got awesome. to the, the the key to this is to understand this multi-layered process of us losing our powers happened and we have to get that back and we have to get it back energetically in the body in the body and in your subconscious mind. And when you do that, that's when what happened in the past, you say, well, that happened, yeah, whatever, so what? It really is, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, over. What before you've got your power back, it's anything in the past is sitting there draining your power every single time you go into a similar situation, perpetuating you losing your power, putting you at a disadvantage. So if you go into uh, say you went you know, into a meeting or you, you, want, you want to apply for a loan or you want to talk to a, a, a potential client, you might think you're like this, but as soon as your power drains, it goes like that. And you are then at a disadvantage and everything is then playing catch up and you aren't free to be yourself. So to, I know it's kind of a long answer, but this embodiment angle is, you know, people talk about embodiment a lot. It's one of those overused words in personal development. But what I'm talking about is the fact that we've got to get that the actual energy of our power that has literally drained away from us, bring it back and learn to hold that within our actual physical bodies and our minds and our energy fields. Because when we do that, all of this 
you know, that the mental stuff, it just evaporates. And that's when we really can stand in our power without the negativity dragging us down. So would you, there are two questions coming. <clears throat> so do you think that is the reason why sometimes we're feeling like we're working against ourselves? Yes. So things are not coming with a flow of right. peak performance right. and, and peak exactly potential because we're there thinking i'm doing all the things i've set my goals and then my action steps so again push 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 i've got to do it but your subconscious is saying you know and you're gonna die you're gonna be put to death you're gonna be burnt at the stake you have you can't be here that that's what happened when i was in that lectureship there i was young female i had you know i was there with a you know, cambridge phd i had authority over my male students, I was, you know, every single benchmark from the past said, you are not allowed to be here. You've broken all the rules. You are absolutely in danger. And then every single like subliminal, subtle message I got from that male default, which was everything, it just says the male way is the way. And your subconscious looks at you and says, well, that's not me. I don't tick the right boxes. I'm, I'm not allowed to be here. I don't look right. I don't sound right. I don't behave right. It all it knows is you are in danger. It has no idea about these are your rights in the 21st century, or in my case, the 20th century. You know, these are your rights, and you're, you're totally allowed to be here and do this. Doesn't know that. It just knows the energy and what it's inherited from history. So it is it is saying you've got to stop to save your life. It's that extreme. Because when I analyze the, the subconscious programmings. Um, using you know kinesiology they, what's in there is far more extreme than you might think you know you might think after I, I work with women and, and I'll say well, what, what, what is the you know what, what are you what, what is the fear about this and she'll say something like oh I'm afraid I'm going to be um, laughed at or ridiculed or people won't like me and I say, no 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 when we actually measure what's there her subconscious is saying you're going to be put to death for this you're actually going to die for this so imagine that, that, how much conflict that creates. And I, I even used to say to people, I used to feel as if I was going, going to my execution, just going into work. I actually said that to people because that's actually how I felt. I had no idea my mind actually believed that, really believed that was going to happen to me. So, you know, that's, and that, that, that's the thing. We're being stretched. We're pushing ourselves in one direction, but our subconscious is pulling us back to try and keep us safe. So the key to all this is to unlock this, <laughs> this subconscious stuff, unlock it, bring the power back. And that's when we can stop fighting ourselves. And as you started this topic, <laughs> that wasn't question here, but I'm interested in how do we do that? <laughs> can you give <laughs> us one tip, right? And then everyone can contact Anne and <laughs> she's going to help us, right? Oh, absolutely. Well, the... Oh. I mean, this, this, I think it's probably leads into something we were going to talk about later on. But this is, this is the pulling back the power. This is the pulling back the power. Because for, I say for, I don't know how many years I was working on this. Oh, over 10 years I was working on this. Work, you know, carefully reprogramming everything. The new, you know, get, putting the new understandings of, you know, I am allowed, I am entitled, I'm not breaking God's rules by, you know, going into a patriarchal, and, you know, it's not, forbidden for women to have a degree in it all reprogram reprogram it's meticulous and it takes forever right 
huge work. I mean, it, yeah, you, you get, you know, don't get me wrong, it absolutely transformed my life to a certain point. But that body reaction was not tracking it at all. So this is, um, and yeah, so I knew there was something missing. And, but it wasn't until I went through a, a personal tragedy, I, I lost my daughter when she was only age seven. And that took me into, obviously, you, you can imagine a very, very dark place indeed. Everything shattered. And all the modalities that I'd learned didn't even scrape the surface of what I was going through. And I was qualified in so many things, I've even forgotten what they are. It just wasn't getting to that, that place. And I was so desperate to, to feel better, just wanted to feel better, right? And that's when I, one day I just literally grabbed, <laughs> grabbed the power and I pulled it back. And it was in a, the first time it was actually in a really trivial, situation I was I think I was booking my car in for a service and the mechanic was being all condescending the way you know men are they don't realize they're actually an engineer right <laughs> um and and all my anxiety was coming up I think what why am I for heaven's sake you know you shouldn't be reacting like this and I literally just grabbed the energy and I pulled it back and my goodness I just felt completely different and that was when I I started to analyze it because I'm, I'm, I'm very left-brained from all this theme. So I'm very left-brained, I'm very analytical, very logical, scientific. And so what I did was work out what, what I'd done in that moment and began to apply it and work out exactly what was happening. And so this is when, um, when we pull the power back and what I do is I, I teach a, a very, um, very straightforward, mind technique so you know we our, our conscious minds are way more powerful than we give them credit for because we're conditioned to believe that we can't affect the world we so can you know i i teach people how to literally pull that back and how to train their body to 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 hold that instead of it being like a sieve and it just drains away and this is the the beauty of it when you are holding the power all of those beliefs I'll be put to death, I'll be burnt at the stake for this, I'm breaking the rules, etc. They just evaporate. Because when you're when you've got the power, that's when your mind is safe enough to have a look around and say, oh, hang on a minute, this is the 21st century. These are the laws. I can do exactly what I want to do. It doesn't matter if I'm one woman and there are 30 men in that meeting. I'm absolutely entitled to be here in safety as a woman, as myself, and speak up. But we can't do that until we are holding our power. And the, pulling back the power, this is the thing that, that's so beautiful. It's, you, know, you, you don't have to do the 10 years of meticulous reprogramming of all the little beliefs, because it, then it becomes irrelevant. Because once you've got your power, you've got your power. Beautiful. Uh, and I'm happy you can talk about your uh, book, Pull Back Your Power. So what you're just sharing with us is part of this book, right? Tell us more about it's that. It's part of the process. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, um, so I'd, by this time, I had worked with many, many women, all so many careers, you know, politicians, medics, lawyers, entrepreneurs, uh, you name it, I'd worked with them. But the same pattern is coming again and again. And this is the, what makes my scientific brain so excited, because when you have one person and you just look at their stuff and you help them 
it's, you know, it might be interesting, but then when it's like 50, 100, and it's the same patterning, it's like, yes, because when there's a pattern that's the same, there's a common root, and when there's a common root, there's a process. And when there's a process, you can find a solution. So what I wanted to do was say, right, okay, I can, I can help women one-to-one -one, and I have my, my group programs and I've got all of those things, but I, you know, I can't help all the women who, who need this. And actually don't emphasize, it's not just about careers. But when I, slightly, slight digression, when, when I published the book, I was, I was, yes, I was thinking about the workplace, but then I got contacted by women saying, doing you know reading your book and you know, learning what, what you had to teach it enabled me to leave my abusive partner it enabled me to you know to, to tell somebody that I was being abused in the way. it enabled me to get over that trauma that happened to me 30 years ago and I was oh my goodness I had no idea that it was so far reaching but, but of course it is because we lose our power in so many places so what I, what I did was, how can I get this, this um, big process that I've been working on into something which is accessible to people who cannot work with me individually? So that is where my six keys of female empowerment come in. Um, what we're doing, we are, um, it includes bringing back the power, but it includes some very, uh, some really important other steps as well. And would you like me to uh, talk, talk you through it? Yes. <laughs> yes, please okay. go ahead. Right. Um, it's just like a amazing conversation, and let's go with a flow, right? And our intuition lovely, and lovely. intellect, right, where uh, right. this comes together. So it's it's wonderful. I'm happy that we discuss this on deeper level. Okay, lovely. So the th thing that really drags women back so much is that as soon as they start to do the personal development, to do the empowerment, or to, to push themselves into the next level in whatever they're doing. And we're told we should do that. You, you, you get told, lean in, fake it till you make it, all of that stuff, very superficial. You're told to push yourself forward, get out of your comfort zone, push the boundaries, right? So you start doing that. And then your subconscious begins to flag up, oh my goodness, this is too much power. You're gonna be punished for this. You're gonna be put to death. And that's when the sabotage comes up. That's when the blocks come up. And so you, you know, we've seen it a million times. You take a few steps into something and then suddenly it's like everything grinds to a halt or you get ill or suddenly there's a whole crisis in your family life, everything to pull you back and get you back to where you started. And that's because this subconscious process is going on. So the first part of the empowerment process is really about overcoming that. So the first thing is, is this awareness. So I go into quite a lot of detail about you know, why we feel the way we do, exactly what the messages are and how we are reacting to them. And this is totally a case of knowledge is power. So if you feel that anxiety and you might think, oh my God, I'm not good enough to do this. I'm gonna fail, I'll be ridiculed. <clears throat> I'll be slagged off online. I've changed my mind, I'm not going to do it. That's what happens to so many women. But instead, you take those steps, you feel the anxiety, and then you say, oh, what was in Dr. Anne's book? Oh, yes. The patriarchal energies of the past are flagging up in my subconscious. They're telling me I'm forbidden, but I'm not forbidden because that's the past. The male default is making my system uncomfortable, 
but that's just what happens to be there. It's not God's law. It's just an old pattern and I'm making a new pattern. So that awareness, that conscious awareness can is enough for you to say, ah, well, I feel the stress, I feel the anxiety. You know what? I know it's only you know, an echo of these old patterns. They're in me, I'm feeling it, but it's not based on a real danger. So you can shelve that. And that is the first, first key step. <clears throat> the next step is, is I call it uh, the kind of compassion step because we are <laughs> we are so brutal with ourselves are we not I mean brutal is the word we put ourselves down we push ourselves harder we beat ourselves with a metaphorical stick we we would not treat anybody the way we treat ourselves and I you know totally I'm totally guilty of this <laughs> and even when you're aware of it it's so ingrained in us to just keep pushing ourselves sacrifice ourselves for everybody else our family doesn't matter that you're tired that you're really just going to keep on with it and all of that so it's about stopping and this is really the first part of, of something which is genuinely feminine power is to stop and say you know what let's just bring some compassion into this look at what I've been through look at what I've overcome look at what I'm juggling I mean my god what women have to deal with you know, there, there are so many women who are, as you know, dealing with a career and maybe they, you know, they're a single parent and they've got the children and they've got the school runs and the sickness and all of that. And then they're still trying to push forwards and maintain everything. You know, it's huge. It's huge. And then if you're undermined by the fact, well, you know what, you've got absolutely no power. Your power is draining away right, left and centre because of this old legacy. You are absolutely amazing, right? amazing to be holding it together at all. So it's that. So what I teach is, is really to, to have, a, have take stock and have a look at all the things in your life that you should be, you know, well, should be, that you deserve to have absolute kindness and love and compassion towards yourself. And again, that in itself is gonna unlock a lot, a lot of negativity and it just gives you this breathing space. So having got those two things, then we can get into the power. So the pulling back the power, as I say, um, in, in the book, I take you through you know, the basic version, which you can get a long way with just with that. You know, if, if you want to go further with that, uh, I've, I've got my, my, my courses. I've got a, a, a pre-recorded training, very accessible. But of course, I, I can do it in a lot more detail. And what we, we learn to do is not only to hold, to pull the power back you know, in, in the moment when they're being undermined, but also from the past where you know, key incidents that have got frozen in our past where our power was taken away from us and we got locked there, we can get the power back in those times and places and from those people. And we literally train, train ourselves to hold it. So this is like, um, the first time I did it, I pulled back my power and it felt amazing. I'd never literally felt relaxed and confident as me my whole life. <laughs> and at this time, I must have been about 50 years old at this point. So, you know, it's got five decades of not holding my power. It's like, but this, this is normal. This is typical, right? Everybody's like this. But as soon as I, held, I let go, it drained away again because I had never held it before. And it was like pouring water into a sieve. And my system couldn't contain it. You know, you're, see, you're an athlete. You understand. You know, I, I, what I tell to people is, you can't get off the sofa and run a marathon on day one. Day one, you walk around the block. And, you know, and maybe after three months, you can, you know, I don't know, jog for half an hour. You've got to build up to it. So I teach 
but how to hold the power and and learn to accommodate it so that it becomes automatic to hold it. So this is this is key because when women go into the world, the default is to drain our power. And the default is for us to give it away. We are conditioned from being tiny girls that this is what we have to do. So, so we need to counteract that and teach your body back to the embodiment to automatically stop that power drain and hold it. And the more you do this, the more resilient that process and the more automatic it becomes. And that's when you find that the things that used to really undermine you, it becomes like water off a duck's back. You find yourself speaking up where you couldn't or some, somebody's being a bit antagonistic or confrontational or insulting. And instead of feeling that that awful personal attack like it used to, it doesn't feel like that anymore. And you know how if something happens and you go over and over and over it in your mind, agonizing about it and replaying it and you're feeling it, you're lying in bed and it's there. Oh, my goodness, it's so awful. And you can't seem to free yourself. That's because you lost your power in that situation when you've learn to pull your power back that doesn't happen anymore and it's just oh my goodness so different so this whole process of repowering your life is, is is an energetic process it's an embodying process and when that is there the next steps are really um allowing your true power to blossom which has never had you know, the opportunity to do that before so yeah, I want to make this really clear here. You know, we, as in we, as in women, we have achieved phenomenal things whilst running on empty, having to compensate all the time, dealing with all of this stuff, not being free to have our true power. We've done amazing things, but there is a personal cost, a big personal cost. So, um, so when we go through all of this, yes, it does make us stronger and more resilient and more independent and, and we gain a lot of you know, strength of character in all kinds of ways and many qualities by going through these difficulties. But you know what? We don't have to keep doing that. <laughs> we don't have to keep doing that. Oh, we shouldn't have to keep doing that. Because when we are free of that and have the power, it then becomes, oh, can relax. And it's like, so who am I? All of that censuring and compensating and fitting in and dealing with all that stuff, that is not freedom to be us. It's when we can take that breath in safety and say, who am I? What is my real power? And this is when we a whole load of other things come into play. And you can imagine it as if you've spent your whole life with one hand tied behind your back and you didn't know. So you've been doing everything with one hand. And then suddenly, oh, what's this? I've got two of them. A whole new thing can, wake, can awaken. And we don't know what that is. So that is the, that's the wild card. But it isn't until you've built this foundation of changing, you know, changing the programming, bringing in you know, the, the compassion, bringing in the power, repowering that power dynamic, that it then becomes truly safe to explore and express and allow that beautiful expansion that the the problem with so much women's empowerment is they, they don't know about these bottom layers at all they just go straight from be your be your female self yeah go and do it no if you do that you're going to get undermined you're going to get undermined you can go in trying with all the best intentions in the world but if 
the environment you're in pulls the rug out and drains your power away, you are going to suffer. Build the foundation first, so you're really holding the power. I think I'm talking like an engineer again, but you know, it's so important. You have to have the foundation, you have to have the energy within your system. And when you have that, then you are genuinely safe because that stuff isn't, isn't undermining you, isn't affecting you, then you're genuinely safe to allow that feminine expression that we all want. I, uh, the I final don't... part. <laughs> yes, yes, go, go ahead. Yes, yes, go, go, go it's, ahead. The thing to, that is so important for every woman to understand is that we are in a, what I call it, a, a web of limitation. It's not a do it once and it's fixed. Every time you expand again, you're going to trigger another limit. I've got too much power relative to this person or that person, or I'm now earning too much money relative to my husband. Or, And we cross the limits. Every time you cross a limit, the subconscious will go, ah, danger. And the sabotage will come back. So at the, at the, yeah, to the end of the process, we've got this have be constantly alert for when you cross another limit, all the stuff will come back. The imposter syndrome, I'm not good enough. I'm going to be put down, blah, 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 blah. So it's that alertness. Of, ah, I feel as if I'm not good enough again. My stress has gone up. I think I'm going to fail. What does that mean? It means I've just crossed another limit and I need to pull back more power and go through the process again. And so this, the whole thing is a, is, is a blueprint for creating your foundation and then expanding like, level by level by level to where you want to go, wherever that is for you, but always replenishing your foundation so that you're always supported by your power as you go through. I, I love it. And it's, it, it's like a beautiful story. And I think, as you said, there has to be, you have to do foundations. You cannot just jump straight into this overcoming because yeah. uh, it is reminding me on my, the position with my live streams. I, I wanted to do it already for three, four years. I had camera, I had microphone, I had to buy another microphone because another got broken and I haven't used it like properly, but cable got bad. I'm like, how is that possible? I even didn't use it uh, enough. Mm -hmm. And then mm, the work on myself, and unfortunately, it, as the same as in your position, um, loss of my sister was the moment when I, and probably a, a birth of my daughter, so two energies came and I'm like, you know, there is something going on, right? I cannot, I already was on the way of transformation, but that gives me more sound power. <laughs> Even one is beautiful experience, another is a very tragic experience, but I managed to put this together. I'm still working through the uh, process. But you mentioned um, those two very important steps, awareness and compassion. Mm -hmm. and that is what I always tell to my female clients so, you know they come in with this body image issues with weight gain with health struggle chronic health problems right connection with themselves and who they are lose of their identity in, in all of this middle life crisis but if you are not aware of this what's going on in your body or if we are no, not aware why this is actually happening you have to be a little bit engineer here and and I think that is your power 
here, right? This analytical yeah. and intellectual brain, I'm also that part of brain much more. I'm working so much on embracing my femininity. And um, like someone uh, told me many years ago, you are not that commercial. You will not be doing life. You, lives, you will not be doing social media. You don't do this photo shoot. Uh, a person who I respect a lot, actually, because uh, pushed me um, in the male way, um, right. my limits. That's why I was like oh, freezing mode, right? However, because I was aware, I knew that he wanted good for me. It's just mm -hmm. he didn't know how to express this in a different way. So it's expressed okay. in a competitive way and challenging way. And that is the Ma masculine way of saying people. you are good you can do it right yeah. so it took me a while to really uh, understand this and and i'm fully respectful to this person and i know that always was believing in me um but yes coming from uh, awareness you know i was having yesterday short live stream because i decided i'm going to do 30 days of live stream on youtube right and i'm like i wrote myself topics and i said I am accepting and I said, I'm peaceful with myself. So this talks that I had and because I found my default, because I told you I would, it would be like, oh, why this is happening? You know what I mean? But it's a process yeah. and it's a work that a female um, needs to do. Uh, sorry, that is the story. If not, you're going to be, as you said, achieving those stuff because you've got your external and superficial potential, but you will end up with burnout, with cancer, with chronic fatigue, with mm -hmm. a, a lack of ability to have children, right? Because you are constantly, if you want to have it, this frozen, uh, difficult relationships. Uh, so I think there is, in, I call it this holistic way of doing things, mm -hmm. holistic performance, holistic leadership, right? And that's what I want to talk about. And I have a question in regards um, intellect and intuition. Uh -huh. Both male and masculine energy. How do they can coexist? Oh goodness me! Well, this is <laughs> this is well, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. So, anybody who has been brought up with a Western education, we are completely conditioned that the the, the, the intuition is meaningless, valueless. And you know, there's derogatory comments. Oh, female intuition is very derogatory. It basically, it means a load of rubbish. And the only way is the, the analytical, logical male way. And in fact, um, I was just thinking, I had for, for many years, you know, obviously I was very, very focused on all of the, the science and the logic, you know, the most logical aspect of the, the logical way, <laughs> very scientific, very mathematical. But they, the other side, um, we, we need that for the, for the balance. Yeah, that there are, I know that there are many women who are right brain dominant, but in my experience, uh, um, the, the women who are really out there having the, the high powered careers, we tend to be left brain dominant. There are a great many of them. And the women who come to me, I've had, only two or three right brain dominant women over you know, decades of doing this work. So our challenge is because we are so, obviously we're, we're clever. That's why we thrive you know, using our left brain. We, we've got that intelligence, but 
the other side has been shut down. And, and in, in my case, I, I mean, I'm, a, I'm also a musician, I'm an artist, all of that side of, of that creativity, that was expressed through art and music or through my life. And it was a, a passion. And I used to say it kept me sane. I didn't realize at the time it was because my work was <laughs> just, just this bit, just this bit. And all that other side of me was crying out to be expressed. It absolutely was. And then um, when I you know, entered this, this new world of, of the subtle energies and then the healing and the, the, um, you know, the psychic work, and goodness me, I was blocked on that. So, so blocked because it was forbidden, forbidden, dangerous, you know, and it rears all of the, oh, you'll be burnt at the stake for that. You know, <laughs> you, can't, you can't go there. But as I allowed this to develop, bearing in mind this is before I discovered about pulling back the power. So I was fighting those programs all the time, but it was, it literally was a whole other, uh, it was like, oh my God, this is such a big part of me. And I lived all those years without even knowing it existed. And it was like, oh, wow, this is amazing. It's an amazing world, amazing world. But then I also saw the women who had completely shut down the, the left side. Um, and I, I could not, I, 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 you know, I went to you know, workshops and things and I couldn't cope with, well, cope is perhaps not the right word. No, I, I couldn't fit in. I couldn't fit in there at all because it simply wasn't me because the, the logical side of me was so important. And you know, all my academic achievements, I worked so hard for all that stuff. It's such a big part of who I am. But to be in an environment that then said, no, you can't be like that. You've got to be all divine feminine. I felt so uncomfortable because that wasn't me either. And again, we're back to this balance, this new consciousness. And it's like, well, you know what? I'm in a female body and I'm very feminine in my, my character, myself. But in my, my mind, it's like both sides, isn't it? And when I, having done all of this and all of this, what you find is that when you allow those things to come together and you don't have to you don't have to analyze it you just have to stop fighting it right because <laughs> it's natural for it to come together you just have to stop fighting it you know, when that does come together that is when everything blossoms so it was when i had all of my my healing work that i started to say well let's just analyze this <laughs> let's just analyze it then wow i have this amazing process that is transforming lives and if i had been just analytical I would still be ill and if I had been just I'm just going to be the divine feminine I would probably you know I'd be there in a beautiful energy but I wouldn't have a system that could reach women who aren't open to that yet a lot of women I've worked with are very three-dimensional worlds out there very conventional types but this because of the analysis because of the logic it can open the door and make it accessible and it can open up that side of their lives so you know I, I can only speak from my personal experience and that is that when we allow them to come together that is when the magic happens absolutely that's when the magic happens i am i'm aligning again there's lots of alignment uh, coming from what you're saying with me and um, that's why i started to do lives because i embraced my feminine 
self that I was like this feminine traits of me, right? I've accepted the beauty within me, how it is. I don't need to fit to be longer, taller, shorter. You know, that starts from physical self, right? But then, uh, and I've accepted that not always I want to put lots of makeup because I never was makeup girl, you know, because this, I'm like, that's what was female for me always, right? Makeup, nice back, nice clothing. And I will, never would be associating myself with this because I never had time. I'm not particularly had lots of money for it. You know what I mean? That's why mm-hmm. I allowed my intellectual side take over because logic was my beauty. You know what I mean? And I'm like, okay, and sports does not support this either because sport, it is logical thinking where you pass the ball, how you pass the ball, what is the structure, what is the strategy strategy here to overcome uh, your competitor, your defender, right? Or your offender, right? And I'm like, that is just crazy. And I'm like, okay, let's embrace it. You've got this special gift from outside. You've got special gift from inside. Let's bring them together and I'm like some of them will like the intellect part of you and they will like the knowledge and all of this and you know just have a fun and to be honest I've done four days of this life and I'm like actually I love it (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) feels very natural for me um, more than recording just videos and thinking how do I speak do I speak with grammar do I speak without grammar you know and this intellectual brain then is uh, uh, is trying to protect you because then you want to be perfect, right? Uh, this That's logical thinking, slope, yes. <laughs> right? And so it's it's probably another conversation. Um, mm. And tell me just one more question. How uh, women can recognize in her body that she actually is um, not expressing her, uh, fe- her feminine potential in the, on the brackets right way, because it's hurting her. What she is feeling, what are manifestation in her physical being? That's a good question. So um, we, we can kind of answer that question backwards. When you are really aligned with your power and holding that foundational power that I've talked about, then that is when you feel safe and confident being yourself. Truly safe and confident in yourself. And that means not having to push through, you know, not having to put on a mask, not having to you know, deal with the fact that you feel that you're going to be sick because you're in such a stress state and you still got to put on a happy face, right? Genuinely confident to be yourself, speak up and, and, and enjoy it. That's, that is the feeling I didn't experience until I'd poured in my power, right? So if you are experiencing anything else right anything else that means you have lost your power so there's a a whole key um list of these things so it's if you feel anxiety fears obviously a little bit of anxiety about performance is normal but if it's out of proportion you have absolutely lost your power if you feel that you're not good enough if you feel like an imposter if you are stuck in a loop of um, analyzing what everybody else is going to think about you or what they happened to you in the past, these are key signs that your power has gone. And it can go the other way. So if you are feeling that um, I'm going to have to attack, I've got to be on the offensive. If you 
feel that you have to lash out or finger point or be angry, again, that means that you have lost your power, but instead of going into a, a flight or freeze, you've gone into a fight. So all of those things, we as women have spent our lives dealing with them, pushing them down and getting on with it. But let's be honest, none of them feel nice, <laughs> do they? And so I, I would like to sort of put it out there that if you are going through life with constant anxiety or stress or feeling not good enough or feeling angry or feeling attacked or feeling vulnerable, feeling like a fraud, then that means you have lost your power and you have this big internal conflict that I've been talking about and it is undermining you. And my experience for myself and you know, the many women I've worked with is that the more you do it, it's not going to get better. If you push forward, it gets worse and worse and worse. I, I haven't got my, I usually have an elastic band here and I have my demonstration of having an elastic band. The more you pull it, higher the stress, something is going to break. Those are the signs that you have lost your power. So imagine this, if you, whatever you have achieved so far, if you have your power, firstly, all of those unpleasant sensations and feelings and reactions can go away, literally can go away. And when they go away, confidence is going to blossom. And that is when you'll find that you can just naturally speak up in that, meet, that meeting or do that live or expand your, your client base or whatever career it is. That's when you can, you know, you, that's when you can run for parliament and aren't, you know, don't get destroyed by the boys club in that engineering career, right? Because you feel aligned with your power. So any of those symptoms, it's not something wrong with me. My character's not right. It's always going to be like this in this career. Uh, I'm just not good enough, or I need to get X more qualifications until I'm good enough, or the world is an aggressive place and I'm always going to be attacked, <laughs> whatever version of it is, or I'm just an angry person. Any of that is actually, you have lost your power. How would it be if all that went away and you could be doing the same thing, totally enjoying it, feeling like yourself and of course getting so much further achieving more being more creative more respect creating positive energy around you and and you know contributing to this new consciousness this new power dynamic of you know genuine equality and you're in harmony but that's what we want so if, if you've if you've achieved this much already when you've got your power back you can get so much further and feel so much better at the same time. I always uh, think that um, our physical manifestations, even if they are negative, we can use them as a positive messenger because as you said, we're going to experience all of this. So if we build an awareness, what do they mean and why they made coming exactly. and how exactly. do they connect with our performance are uh, we are out of our feminine power in that matter because we talk about fem feminine power here um i see this as a good sign so our body is protecting us or our brain is so protecting us but it's a good thing because if we are aware of it we have an opportunity to change it 
Now we need right. to find people who has solutions, has methods, how to change it. Uh, and that's why we're speaking with Anne and uh, that is aligned with my method of work um, at some point. Um, but, but yes, it's like, don't be afraid of the signs and symptoms. Embrace them and say, what do they tell me? Right? Yeah, listen, listen to them. When I was in my, my lectureship, so my, my stress got worse and worse. I stopped sleeping. I would be signed off work and knocked up with tranquilizers for, and I would I, I went straight back to work every time, straight back to work, push, push, push. I, the alarm bells were deafening and I ignored the whole thing because I had to succeed in that career. But the energy I was in, the programming that I had and the lack of power that I had, I was always doomed to be ill and, and be destroyed by that career. I, I was doomed, there was no other way. I did not listen, I did not listen to any of those signs. So by the time I did stop, it was because my body was so ill that I had no other choice than to you know, lose everything, right? So it was, a, it was a hard lesson. But then of course, if I hadn't gone through that, I wouldn't have been on the journey that I'm on now and I wouldn't have made all my discoveries. So in my case, I, I do believe that it was meant to be that I went through all of that. But people listening to this don't have to. You, know, you don't have to suffer and sacrifice and martyr yourself and go through hideous, toxic you know, experiences in order to have the career or the success of your choice. You don't. What you do need to do is to protect yourself by, you know, not by being in a defensive, but by building that genuine power foundation. And that's yeah. when you can really thrive. Yes, so which means you have to put some work and don't be afraid of this work. Because oh, that no, is, I think, to. one of the reasons women um, don't succeed in, in creating this holistic way of thinking of the female power and success and building your career. And because I think they're like in this, if I don't break or I don't push, 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 I will not have. And even if there is... Uh, someone builds your awareness and I have uh, female customers the same right I'm trying to build their awareness but it's like that resistance and sometimes in our conversations I feel oh they come in with this male energy I have to kill I have to push I have to this was otherwise there is no space for me there is no space for self-care and um, I think to some level you have to allow your brain to start to think differently, right? That there is a space, right. there can be balance. And I so think that... recognition of an, my masculine energy overtaking, or as you are saying that I'm giving away the power, it's very good expression. Because if we understand the left, how left brain operates and how right brain operates, we then can see, okay, I'm giving away or I'm uh, taking back. Yeah, so the, the reaction that you're describing in, in, in your, your clients, that is what is created when we energetically see the existing system and our mind says, the only way I can succeed is to squeeze myself into that box. That is what is created when we do that. Because the message we get is, <clears throat> you're quite right, that is the only way. The message is, this is the male default, This take it or leave it. If you want to succeed here, you've got to fit into this box. Oh, we don't fit in that box. So we squash ourselves to get into that box and this is the result, exactly as you've described. <clears throat> but 
this is where we take a step back and we say, well, I don't want to fit into that box. Male default, you know, yes, it's absolutely ingrained because it's been, you know, <laughs> thousands of years, male default. You know, we've had like what one generation of genuine complete opportunity and freedom. You know, I had that, my mother did not have that, one generation, right? But we do have the freedom and we have the tools to say, right, I see the messages I'm getting. I choose, choose to do it differently, but that isn't to just be in my divine feminine and go to work. <laughs> Never, <laughs> it's not gonna work at all. It's right, okay, it is a process. We've got, as I say, thousands of years of legacy to overcome and we are impatient, we want it all now, but you know, the, 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 um, the understanding of right, if we take back our, our power on this energetic level, we can actually detach from a lot of that negativity and we can begin to create that female default in those environments. And that is what we're gonna show up in. <clears throat> I, I use an analogy that's, um, that I quite like. So it's like, if you rent, if you go somewhere and everybody there is wearing a red jumper, you're gonna go in there and, you're, and you think, oh my God, I've got, I've got a red jumper. I need a red jumper. Everyone's, it must be the uniform. I've got to wear that. And that's what, that's what we do. But there's no law that says you can't wear a green jumper. It's just that nobody has happened to wear a green jumper yet. So we are putting on a green jumper and we're going in and saying, hey, green jumper corner over here. <laughs> we are, I've got put that stake in the sand of a, this is a new energy empowered, not giving away my power, female default to work with the male default. And as soon as one person puts a stake in the sand, in the group consciousness, that can begin to grow. And that's why the, the power pulling is so important. Every woman who stops that power drain is creating a new kind of circuitry and the people around her will begin to adapt to that. It takes a bit of time. It totally, of course it takes effort. There's no quick fix for thousands of years of disempowerment. <laughs> but when you see exactly what's happening, where we're losing our power, how we're losing it, exactly what the messaging is in, in very key situations, you know, like the meeting, like the presentation, these situations where women are feel that we're on trial because in the past it was one woman being tried by a lot of men for her life. You know, these that's the legacy we're dealing with. Understand that and the energy flow that goes with it. Learn to change the energy flow, and we can absolutely catapult forwards to you know to where we need to be. And you're talking so beautifully, and I believe we could spend another hour <laughs> talking about this because we are now in feminine power, so we don't just don't give a shit <laughs> about uh, anything, right? And um, uh, how an, our audience can find you, where you, where you practice, uh, how can we know more about you and maybe work with you? Right, well, my website is feminineconfidence.com. And you, know, you can find me on LinkedIn, Dr. Anne Whitehouse, um, Instagram, Feminine Power Alchemist. But if you just go to feminineconfidence.com, everything is there. I have, um, I have some lovely free resources for you to get started with. Of course, there's my book with my uh, power, uh, keys of feminine empowerment and all my uh, courses and programs 
and if you want to reach out to me, uh, I'm very happy to talk to you about how you know, I might help you uh, get to the next level of your female power in, in, in your life and career. Beautiful. Thank you so much. I think we are more now empowered by feminine power. We know a bit more how to hold it, how to, when we are uh, in this mm, disadvantage, I would say, right, how to bring the advantage and we know how to don't fight it against masculine uh, energy. Actually, I think we have to embrace it that some of us have this um, energy and enjoy it to have this energy as well, because as you mentioned, being one extreme and another extreme in nature does not work. After after um, bad weather comes good weather, comes sun after the uh, after rain, and that's what we want. That's what we enjoy, right? So, thank you so much, Anne. Uh, thank you everyone for uh, listening. More is coming, and we always talking about precision medicine, peak performance, and those conversations about women for women are going to bring more uh, feminine power in you thank you so much Anne. thank you thank you for being with us and i hope the transformation in you just started remember be the change you want to see in others all starts within you